0: Welcome along to the Wise Men Say podcast, where we're going to roll back the ears for you tonight, because it's just myself, Stephen Goldsworth, and Gareth Barker talking about Sunderland. You might be disappointed with that, but, you know, sometimes the pool, Yeah, we've got a big pool, and then sometimes... Sometimes know, it's difficult, isn't it, to,
1: you know, it's not very often where it's just me and you, though, no. and it we better... Yeah, since that's happened, I yeah, think. Yeah, and it's probably better that we do something than nothing, and there's going to be lot. there'll be a podcast tomorrow night after the Rotherham game, reaction, there'll be a reaction on Saturday, after the Bolton game, and on uh, Thursday night, um, Tom Walsh is going to host a show. Um, a few of the new writers who've joined Wise Men Team, I'm sure you've, well, I hope you've uh, checked out their stuff. It's pretty good. Um, a few of them, it turns out, are knocking around the North West. So, Tom's arranged to get, to, together. To, to get together in the pub. So, I guess it'll be like the Fausto ones that Matthew mm-hmm. and, and the lads do. But and they're going to.
0: Um Preview of the Bolton yeah, game. Preview the yeah. Bolton game. It's so, appropriate
1: considering it's uh, a a northwest. Yeah.
0: So lots of podcast goodness for you this Loads. week. Too much of yeah uh, We do have quite a bit of crack on with tonight though, because we can react mm. to the Three game. And <laughs> we can react to the reaction pod, and of course we've got a game against Rotherham uh, to discuss. So. Lots of
1: discussions whether or not you were drunk or not. Well, well, of course I was. I didn't. I thought you were driving down. Yeah, we stayed over. Uh, you stayed in. We stayed over. Yeah, really? Yeah it has got like a place on
0: Airbnb, the back of somebody's farm, that little barn thing. Right. So, Did you
1: ask them first? <laughs>
0: yeah, it was funny. Uh Interestingly, like, because uh, obviously Mickey Love came down with us and he'd only decided he was gone um, the day before. And then we kind of like, and then somebody like, will credit them, a guy called Wayne, I think he's linked with the ALS in somewhere, offered oh, him a okay. ticket for free. So he got he got that first. He didn't have to pay for that. Uh, there was a ticket going. We gave him a lift down and let him stay where we were staying um so that's landed on his feet as Classic well. Lover. and then when we got there um obviously we were we were out of accriton so it was like a 10-minute journey and the, the woman who owned the farm says oh, don't worry about a taxi i'll give you a lift in oh nice so that saved us taxi money and then as she was pulling up to the pub opposite the ground she pulled up and then we got out and then the car behind us bibbit's the car right behind us bibbit's horn we thought they would just tell us to hurry up and it was the guy who had mixed ticket for him Put the window down. Give me ticket. So he got dropped off, and then literally <laughs> the guy who had the ticket for him pulled up behind him. Says, "That's your ticket, man." So he, he didn't have to do any organising uh, or arranging to meet
1: in anywhere. It was literally everything was just being uh, handed. The to Sunderland's making and him off, quite literally, and hand it to him. Yeah. And then what did he say when uh, we asked him to do a short night? Can't make us. Was that what, or kind of yeah, not of mind, mind, yeah. Just bear that in mind. Yeah, absolutely. But anyway, shall I talk about uh, the things?
0: Yeah, the football. Um, we we had a feeling, we would get a reaction about the reaction pod. So if it, people have listened to this.
1: So firstly, what we'll say though is the majority of people who got in touch agreed with what was we'll said. I don't think it's a case. Well, <clears throat> I would. I'd disagree with many a variety of the points that you made. Mm-hmm. But it was a it was an eloquent discussion. It, it wasn't like yeah, Arsenal even though even though you could TV tell we had a drink. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a, it's, it
0: was. It was reactionary, but it wasn't, if that makes yeah. sense. So, like, it wasn't, yeah. I think what you've got to bear in mind with the reaction pods as well is um, you are gauging the mood of that fan base after the game and you're having a discussion. So, I don't think anybody was complaining about the fact we won the game. We were always likely to uh, reflect on it in a more positive light um, today, but it would be untrue to say that we would have left that ground and um, to say that the majority of the fans who were watching the game were happy with the way that Sunderland took their foot off the gas because they weren't. Now, whether you agree with that or not, whether you can um, gauge that's what it feels like the players are doing when you're watching through a telly compared to when you're at the game, you know, maybe that's different. Um, but we were we were reacting on on, on the mood from, from the stands and... Um, you know, none of us, none of us are advocating that Ross gets sacked or anything like that. I don't think we were be going over the top or overboard, but it, it's it's a fact. The stuff we were saying, um, and, and and if you haven't listened to it, you know the point we were trying to make was, you know, as soon as we go goal down, uh, there's a lot of people start to um, question the manager and question everything, and it's a it's a difficult situation for him to be in when that's the case. And since Sunderland have been relegated, I don't think we've uh, have we really had a statement result. Where do you know, and and I just feel that on Saturday there was an opportunity to do that because they were terrible, they couldn't pass the ball to each other. And we clearly just thought, right, we've had our lot now. And you know, you you might argue that that's that's fine because you're saving players, you've got a midweek game, and I understand that totally. Um, but I just think on this occasion, um, it it was clear that fans thought, you know, go on, make a statement because you you win that game 5 1 or 6-1, the rest of the division goes, oh, look at that, and it makes a bit of a difference. But, you know, we won the game, and we're, we're in good form, and I think, yeah, know, we're happy to acknowledge that.
1: I think, he, <coughs> you know, Jack Ross taught in the day, obviously quite frustrated about some of the points of discussion, like the ones that were had on the pod and they're pod, and they're not exclusive to that. Do you that think he then? listened? Probably not, no. <laughs> um, Somebody's grasped us up there. Well, the thing is, it's there's, like you say, the... There's a variety of opinions all along the same sort of theme. Um, I wouldn't say I totally agree with it. I get that the statement result thing. I, I can kind of understand that. And people are getting a bit frustrated that we haven't had a five or a six nil in the however many games we've played since we've come down. Conversely, you know, you look at Jack Ross's situation, he's probably sitting there wondering. I've won six of my last seven games in all competitions, and it's not enough. And, he's, with, uh, he's totally and, and, and right. Like, totally height, right. like yeah. on, you get you get sacked for losing games. Mm. He's totally right you to know, come out and defend sorry. himself. By
0: the way, no problem yeah. with that whatsoever. You know, we're not going to, you know, we're going to have a goal for one. So he's 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 entitled to have a goal back.
1: I think. What I thought after, it was interesting after the the game, um, Jack Ross did his post match, and it was sort of the usual kind of... Thing pleased with this, please with that, you know, the result was good, you know, move on to Tuesday, all that. And it was, I think some would think, oh, well, you know, how could he say that? And, you know, because we weren't happy about this aspect of the game and, you know, we didn't put our foots on their throat in the second half and all that. But it was interesting that there was an interview afterwards as well with Denver Hume, And he made some comments about how they weren't happy with the way they played and they discussed that after the game in the dressing room. So you could argue, it's clear that Jack Ross protects his players publicly, but privately, if, you know, there's two aspects that so would say, they can play better, definitely, but, and I know some people are talking about putting the foot on the throat and really smashing them, but in a way I would say it, we, we embarrass them in a different way, and that it was almost like-
0: Got to think about goal differences. Yeah, you're well.
1: right, but like, you know, <laughs> We, it was a, a little bit like, well, we, it was like, a, I don't know, I'm not a boxing fan, but it was a heavyweight boxer against a super flyweight boxer. And after about, he let them have a punch in the first round. And then, you know, rather than just like knock them out, he'll just keep them at arm's length for, for 12 rounds, wear him out, and then walk off and say, oh, well done, good I mean, try. You, and it was you, a little you've bit. You've jumped quite a few weights for that analogy to but, work. Because but, <laughs> you could kill somebody well, for weight yeah, differences like yeah, that. But, <laughs> That that's kind of out. That's how I felt it was. We didn't, we didn't get out of first gear. We didn't need to, um, you know, push on. Now the argument rightly would be, what if they scored out of nothing, and then three two, and we're in sort of beach mode, and they start putting the pressure on, and then it's like, right, we've got to go up a level now. So that's a risky risky business, and. That's where problems could come up. What I would say as well, though, on you know, the yes, we lost to Peterborough. People are talking about again, this always seems to happen. Every other team that wins is Brazil. Did you see the Rochdale? Did you see the goals in that Peterborough yes, Rochdale game? We would have won six 0 in that game. Did you see the state of the goalkeeper? He went full Jason Steele. <laughs> he was at fault for about five of the goals. Mm-hmm. I, and, but so, but I'm not, you know, I'm not saying. I'm not taking that um, t- taking that result away from them. They had to go and they had to go and get it. But just because you know, who cares about Peterborough? We're above them in the table. Who cares? Forget about all the teams. The re- we didn't fall down because of you know not beating teams like Peterborough last season. We, that wasn't where we fell down. Like if we, if we're talking about Peterborough as one of the contenders this year, you know, if, in, in the time that we've we've been in League One, we've lost to Portsmouth and we lost to. Um, Peterborough this season. The other games took four points off Charlton, four points off Barnsley, two points off Luton last season. You know, we've drawn with Ipswich, we beat Portsmouth this season. Um, <clears throat> so you know, beat Doncaster twice last season. So you know, it's not like the top teams are not beating them. Where we've fallen down is not, not never mind hammering, but not beating the rubbish teams in the league not drawn with wickham drawn with Warsaw, drawn with um oxford twice we drew with uh, scunthorpe away things like that so at shrewsbury at home Th- these are the results that killed us last year but this year you could argue we're actually win- we're now winning those games you know comfortably in we, different ways mm, we probably were
0: before the before the Peter result actually because we, we drew there last season that- possibly did cost us promotion last year because I think yeah, maybe, you, you, yeah. you hold on to that win and, and we're up last year anyway but I mean yeah like I say just a quick explanation about your uh, our reaction well, pod. you not um, expi- no have to, you no no, to, don't no. I, I don't, I I don't have to it, but I think
1: it's it's it quite it's an it's interesting it's, an an it's interesting raw remote the, reaction pod is raw remote I didn't think there was anything bad about it no. I'm just saying that it, it, it was you know when I think you I don't know who it was it might have been yourself who used a statement paper and over the cracks well, I, asked,
0: sure. I even asked that as a question I but didn't even say that was the case I'm, I asked people if they thought that was it
1: I would completely disagree I mean what cracks I mean very 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 small cracks if we've been over when you know we played nine games this season we've won six of them and drawn two I mean you know the, and I'd argue as well because people talk about the manager the Peterborough game wasn't the manager that was the players you know doing stupid things in the game that cost them the game and people can say, well, some manager who sets him up. Idiotic stuff. on all nine's had his red card rescinded, but don't get involved. That cost us last season. Charlie White doing absolutely idiotic challenge for a 2nd yellow card. 3-0 down by then. Yeah, though. but it's, it's reflective of an attitude that the players carried into that game, and they're letting themselves get you know, drawn into stuff again that last season. Everyone will talk about Jack Ross learning, but these players should be learning as mm-hmm. well. And Pete was a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of a sort of flashback mm-hmm. to some of the worst bits of last season that cost us. They came back and last season we'd, we'd had games probably where, like that where we'd drawn a game where we felt we should have won it. And then people were annoyed about it and then we'd think, oh, well, we've got like, Scunthorpe to come, or we've got Oxford to come. We should win that game. We've got Akron at home, and then we we don't win the game. I feel as though this time we are winning more of the games okay. in the sample size, but like it's you know, we've won two thirds of the games that we've played. Um, the draws killed us last year, as everyone kept on saying, we're not drawing as many games this season. Hmm. We'll see, I guess. You know, we haven't drawn I, since the second week. I mean, of we'll, season.
0: we'll talk about. Um tomorrow's game in a bit I do feel like it's an important one. It could be a good yardstick to see where we are. Um back to the game itself. Some beautifully crafted goals. Um Lyndon Gooch's finish. sensation yeah, sensational. Absolutely sensational. And uh he's been a real positive this season Linden, hasn't he?
1: Um Yes, I think his end product at times, he still does frustrating things. The great thing about that, he doesn't have to think about it. Who was it who put the ball over? Was it uh, it was Hume, Hume yeah. A great but ball but what
0: but if you remember towards the back end of last season, most Sunderland fans you would talk they wouldn't have had Lennon Gooch in the team. Now, nobody would
1: take him out the team. Well he scored three goals this mm. season, hasn't he? So you know, he's, he'll be a probably our top scorer, won't really, he? In the league. Possibly. Um But you know, he's been fine you know that there's I think there's still more I thought McGeady was quiet the weekend yeah it was um you know McGuire was probably the most involved of the the forward players and obviously did really well for the uh the McNulty goal mm. is Will Gregg unlucky not
0: to be started so everybody was saying Will Gregg right? you know so against um it wasn't when we won, th- at Wimbledon. So he, he, he created that chance for himself and he missed and everybody's said, oh yeah, he's doing all right. He just needs one going on off his arse or something and it'll be fine. And then he gets a chance at Burnley, who despite making all those changes, put a strong team out <clears throat> and he finishes a goal and he finishes it really well. And then he's out the team again. You kind of feel, I, I kind of feel from in a way where, I know Ross clearly likes McNutley, but I just think if ever was a moment to throw your support behind Will Gregg, that would have been it.
1: Maybe, but remember it was White who was a uh, you know ahead of both of them at that point. But McNulty, McNulty in, had been injured. McNulty
0: come into the yeah next McNulty,
1: game. Yeah, but <clears throat> he's probably more of a link player than because Maguire was out. Would would McNulty have played if Maguire was fit? Probably, I think Maguire would have played. So he's come in for him really. So Greg would probably have so had probably. So what about this game, Mike.
0: but what about this game then? I don't Maguire's played is the link The link yeah, player. But,
1: and I think that's his best position and it makes us better. And I, I didn't have a massive problem with McNulty playing because he's no, been playing have a well, problem. so it no, no, so just goes to show how tough it is. Them. And the frustrating thing, you know, the chance it'll, it, it gets, you know, analysed. You know, it was a bit of a rubbish ball by McGeady and he's pushed him wide, but once he gets it under control, he set himself quite nicely, and then he seems to snatch at it. He thought like he might have slotted it in at the just the near post because there seems to be a lot of He's, he's trying to go back, back across, like cause the, the keeper's coming across, yeah. isn't he?
0: So <laughs> but he he's hasn't a goal scorer, yeah. you can understand. He hasn't, just, he hasn't caught the ball, has he? No. But
1: again, where you're like analysing that chance in, in micro detail to find out whether it was a bad miss or whether he or making excuses for him, or it was just you know the problem that Will Grigg has had. He probably hasn't had enough opportunities created for him if he gets three like that in a game he'll score one um but i bet you he's thinking why can't i have the one that mcnulty had in yeah, the first of half of course definitely mm-hmm. you know he, he never gets he never seems to get like a,
0: mm.
1: a tap in um you know he's but you know he should be sco- he should have scored more he'll be no he'll know he should have scored more goals since he's come here mm-hmm. but i wouldn't say he would be getting a bag for more but I guess it, if he did have a few more he might be a bit yeah. more confident
0: I still think of something that come from him um, yeah. okay midfield interesting uh, Grant led um was disappointing I thought uh, what, what, what you get from from Grant is although he can't get around the pitch like he used to be able to um, but his ball retention is very good and he can pick a pass and he's got good vision And every time the ball goes to his feet, you feel comfortable. He's not going to give it away. Now he was giving it away at the weekend. Um, Players were going past him quite easily. Again, it's one game. I like Ledbetter, but I do think uh, Dobson's mobility highlighted the fact that Grant can't get about the pitch even
1: more. Um, And I thought McGail played well again when he came on. I think he needs it. I wouldn't have Ledbetter in my in my three to start personally. I just like he's good. Like the set pieces are great, but I just think sometimes he gets like taken out the game really easily. Yeah. With like either someone goes past him yeah. or so, or a runner goes past. having and a that's few. Happened a few times. Um, the weekend, yeah. So and especially when you're kind of playing a little bit of a four four two, it's not quite because obviously McGuire's sorry uh, Maguire's dropping in, but he's he's more attack minded. So sometimes you can get played through. Um, and I think that he's a bit guilty of the you know the game past him by times when he's on the ball,
0: yeah. But, but, the, but that's what I'm saying. The, the, normally, that's what you'd say. But at the weekend, he was quite sloppy. I mean, sometimes, possession.
1: sometimes we do let teams have the ball as well, which you know people could have a debate about whether they like that or not. But if you're in a team that lets the others have the ball, and the, you get sort of passed round, and you can't recover, you have got a problem. So you know it's sad but because you know it's quite a bit better and you know he came back to his team and all this kind of thing and i'm sure he's like a good guy and all that kind of thing but i was surprised that it was power who came out but i would have power and and dobson in for for the Rotherham game okay i mean dobson played well i like i like him he gets he, he gets about the yeah, pitch does, and
0: yeah. um yeah a, a little bit um He's raw like, uh, a little yeah. bit rough around the edges but what you expect that really a, with, with his age He's and like a bargain, he's bin,
1: bargain bin jordan henderson really isn't he? mm, yeah like in style you yeah know. yeah he looks he's like very similar statue eyes and the way he kind of moves around he reminds us of henderson when he came through uh initially um he's probably a little bit more mobile than henderson when when he first came but i'm not saying that you know that they have the same standard at the point where they came through. But in style, I and mean, you would have thought that Dobson would probably, you know, if he plays regularly, he's played a lot of games for a young lad. Mm. So if he keeps on playing, gets the opportunities, and he seems to have a good, you know, mentality, <clears throat> um, which you need, obviously, when you're playing for Sunderland. As Jack Ross kind of shown today with <laughs> his comments, you know, the, it, it, it's taken a while for him to sort of have a little bit of a snap back
0: hmm. which he's entitled to do yeah. um, you watch the game
1: I'm taking it Yeah. what do you think of the goal their goal weird I'm not really sure how they managed to get it it was great first touch by the, by the forwards um, but you shouldn't be done by the 50 yard pass from the halfway line <laughs> the space was a bit there wasn't a lot of space in behind, which is a weird thing. It was quite it's still quite compressed. We, I wouldn't say the line was particularly high. The keeper, mm. not. not I, felt, I don't know. If, I'd felt contributed. Contributed. Yeah, he can't seem to like make this decision very quickly to come out. Um, when there was three defenders, kind of putting the just forward under pressure. I mean, you might you might drive it in the corner, like. If, if the keeper stands up. But it's a split-second decisions, isn't it, that you got to make, and that's probably why he's playing at this level, isn't it, really? Well, sometimes a split-second decision cost you.
0: Okay, um, we'll have a tiny little break now, and then we'll talk about the Rotherham game. Okay, we're going to spend 10 minutes or so just talking about the Rotherham game. Um, it's interesting to see what he's going to do uh, with the team. Isn't it because we all keep acknowledging we've we've got a, a strong squad there, particularly with the midfielders? How many changes do you uh, envisage he will make?
1: You always think he's going to make a few, and he doesn't, does he? I wouldn't be making lots We had a
0: week off no. the weekend before, no. didn't we? So you know, I don't I don't think the players will be tired, and I think he's going to want to keep it, keep a winning team as much as he can. So, do we think he will make any changes?
1: I mean. I know McNally's had that extra week, but he had that injury, didn't he? Maybe he'll think about, well, could he come out and Greg could come in? Or White could come in? I think Gooch, McGee, and Maguire will be the three. I think Power will come back in for Ledbetter. Um, <clears throat> or maybe McGee will come back in for, for Ledbetter. It's more
0: likely to be McGee. Like I would have thought, with, this, with the, the way those two play. Maybe. I think he would have want- won...
1: At home, it's, it's much it's what home,
0: you, though. I know what you're saying about Dobson and Power, and it does seem like a, when you're thinking about players who get around the pitch and, and 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 do that, it does seem tempting. But I just I can't help thinking, and I wouldn't necessarily disagree with them if if you did think like this. I just can't help thinking that to to maintain an element of control, uh, especially when it's not a flat three across the middle and you've you've got Maguire sort of in the hole, in order to keep a an element of control with possession of the ball. Ledbetter or McGiock would, would make sense. And I would be surprised if Ledbetter come out if it wasn't McGiock who come in.
1: I just think either would be fine and powers being his preferred choice. If you're rotating them, Ledbetter's turn to come out really because he seems to have played a lot of games. He seems to play most of the league games apart from the first one, I think. Um, so yeah, I would have him in. Um, I would have power in, sorry, instead of, instead of um, Ledbitter. Ledbitter, riddle alongside Dobson. I think, you know, the back four would keep the same. I wouldn't change the back four. Um, you know, the, the back four tend to be the same. I d- was debock even on the bench at the weekend? Was what sorry? Was debock on the bench? I can't say I noticed. I don't think he was.
0: I wasn't looking out for him particularly, but I'd be surprised if put put a left back on the bench. Why, why would? Why would well, you? If you got a
1: right back, yeah. Yeah, I but don't think yeah, do that. I just was curious. So, and Hume, play, I thought Hume had a It was probably best game of the season. He played alright, Hume. Yeah. Um, so that's a positive because he is a good player. He's got like loads of potential. So, and people were probably a little bit quick to put the boot in on him this season when he'd had some indifferent performances, especially when he was been asked to play it, sort of left wing back. Um, but he seems to be growing into it. I thought I did. I thought it was a fantastic cross in for the. It was like the perfect cross for for the goal. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that it would be two, possibly two changes. You might ch- think it changes the forward. Think um, you will? So can White come in? I mean, we don't know. But in your opinion, <clears throat> would you put
0: White in? What would you do?
1: I would probably just keep with McNulty.
0: Stick with the same team apart from the change pitch, of midfield.
1: Pitch, just change a little bit. If I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be disappointed if McGee came in. But I would change, change him out. I mean, it's going to be an interesting one because they obviously won heavily at the mm. weekend against well, they look like they're going to be up there they're going to be one of the sides well, they're certainly, they're certainly going to be there's pl- they're certainly they're going to be in the playoffs i think they might i mean they didn't have a great start i think they were down 15 16th before yesterday and uh, before saturday sorry mm. so um and they obviously spent a lot of money on ladabo the the one who we one of the billion strikers we were with in january um i know they lost to some of their Better players, I think, when they went down, some of them, I think, actually, some of them have moved to teams. I think one of them moved to Portsmouth, and had a few players move on. But going back to you know some of the comments about the weekend, I'm I'm expecting us to win the next three games. Um, I'd expect us to beat. Bolton and I'd certainly and MK Dons. If you want, this is these are the games. So if we if we took seven points and the draw was Rotherham, I know points are points, but with the way sort of everything gets analysed, if you're going to draw one of the three games and win the other two, you draw the Rotherham game because you can say, well, they're the best team of the three. We
0: can't be drawn at home.
1: <laughs> yeah, but then that's so. We, so my expectation is that we win. Like my mm. predict. I, I was saying today, and this will probably come back, like, you know, the, before the Lincoln game, it's like, well, it's the first game for the new manager. That's probably what will happen, like, mm. after I've said this. So, sorry, Jack Ross, in advance. Um, but I expect us to win the next three games before the Lincoln game. And I think we'll be top of the league by the time the Lincoln game comes around. Okay. To win Which games. would
0: change everything <clears throat> completely. And again, going back to maybe some of the reaction on Saturday was because there is there is this mood in this. In this um, it's not even discontent in the fans. I think one of frustration more than anything because we know the team's not kicking on like they can. So this is why it's a big game for us. This because I know you said Rotherham got off to a, a poor start, but they are one of the better teams in the division. They're off the back of a, a resounding win at the weekend, um, and it's we been, got, it's, been, it's, all it's been at but it's been at home. Well. It feels like particularly midweek where last season we 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 struggled a bit and. Um, that just adds to the feel of frustration to the fans, yeah. and you do feel like, okay, we we didn't get the resounding win that we wanted, and we didn't kick on and score five or six or whatever. So let's just back it up with a win because yeah. we didn't do that enough. Probably no, definitely season. not.
1: And you know, we had one really good winning run last season around sort of October time, wasn't it? Um. So yeah, but if you know, if you win and if you go on little runs where you know win four and six and then you get beat or whatever and then you have another little run, that's going to get you enough points to be near the top. And I thought it was interesting the weekend last year. I know it's early days and the team, some of the teams top of the top the league will be there kind of falsely because they've just had a decent start but they haven't got the skills you know, within the squad to maintain it. Um, and, you know, Portsmouth haven't, haven't played... Um, two games, like I think they've got three games and hand on uh, Coventry at the top but it felt like last year, every time you looked at the teams at the top of the league no matter what they won they're just winning constantly, they're just machines this year looked at it, Fleetwood dropped points at Southend which is a terrible result um, Coventry dropped points Blackpool dropped points. Mm. Blackpool haven't won in five. Ipswich dropped points. Um, All those teams around, the only teams that won in that area were uh, Wickham dropped points. So the only team in that top six, seven, eight area, that one was ourselves and Peterborough. So, you know, that's a bit different to last season. Um, I know that Luton kind of had a slow start and then just... Went on a ludicrous run. Well, Barnsley were kind of always milling around there. And I remember as well, people talking about Peterborough, they've got a bit of a habit for starting the season. Well, they like won this. the first five games oh, and they were smashing bit. teams yeah. as well. And then they just kind of hit a bit of a brick wall.
0: And then this time of- round, though, they, they, they didn't win the first couple of games. And yeah. I think in
1: the last <clears> three games, they've won like 4 0, 3 0. Yeah, they went to MK Dons one four nil, beat us three nil, and they won six nil. So, so uh, but that's not that's not realistic. <laughs> is it? Well, if they do, we, then we fair play at them, they'll yeah. have won the league by January. You know, I think their goal difference is plus twelve at the moment.
0: You'd be buzzing at the minute of Peterborough. Fine, you win in four. Oh yeah,
1: you would. Then you beat Sunland, who were the favourites for the league
0: three nil, and yeah. then you are in six nil. I mean their confidence is going to be sky high. But that's what we're saying about the making a statement and those statement results because suddenly the rest of the division look at it as well and psychologically a bit of a fear factor goes in perhaps. Um how confident were you? Give a give give me a prediction. You're saying you expect us to win the game, do you think we will
1: win the game? Two nil to Sunderland. First clean sheet of the season with due one. Haven't no had a clean sheet in ages since that Portsmouth semi final. So
0: Okay. Anything else you want to talk about?
1: Are you gonna give a prediction for the game? Um, I've given an even bolder prediction, I'm saying we're gonna to be top of the league by the time we play Lincoln. I think, think we'll win October. three I think we'll
0: win three one again tomorrow.
1: Take that. I'll take any win. I'm not really bothered. If we win the next three games and we've won them the same way we played against Attriton, I couldn't care less. We need what? Twenty eight I said twenty eight wins when there was twenty four teams, let's say twenty seven wins. If we've got we've got four at the moment. You know, so we need another twenty-three. So let's win the next three, Then we'll need twenty.
0: <laughs> okay, well, it's just a small window. to Listen to this one then, because uh, we are playing tomorrow night, Tuesday fans on tomorrow night. Yeah, um, sleeves are doing it apparently. He, Stephen Elliott's going to be there. We'll do a reaction pod after that, and then we'll be back on Thursday as well, where we'll be uh, previewing the the game against Bolton at the the weekend, where. Feels like we'll inevitably lose because they have more on the same. I mean,
1: yeah. <laughs> I was at the top the lead after four minutes. So probably thinking this is it. Yeah, so six one down. I think yeah. it were by about the seventieth minute. So. Be interested to see what happens to them midweek and
0: how they react to it. So, thanks for listening.